Blessed be God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And blessed be His kingdom, now and forever. Amen. Welcome to our podcast, To Be a Christian, the Anglican Catechism in a Year, where we are learning what it means to be a Christian and the essentials for our Christian faith and lives. Each day we are reading one catechism question, the appointed scripture lessons, and concluding with a relevant collect from the Book of Common Prayer. If you would like to buy or download to be a Christian, the official catechism of the Anglican Church in North America, head to anglicanchurch.net slash catechism. As always, we encourage you to reflect on the catechism question and answer as we hear from the Holy Scripture readings and search for points of insight, deeper truth, and meaning for our lives. This is day 181. We are in the section on the second petition, Thy Kingdom Come. Yesterday we answered, When you pray for God's kingdom to come, what are you asking? Today we're on question 181, How does God's kingdom come? Our readings today are from Psalm 102, Daniel 2, Matthew 10, Mark 4, Acts 1, and 1 Corinthians 15. We will conclude with the first prayer for mission and evening prayer. Question 181. How does God's kingdom come? God's kingdom is announced to the people of Israel, arrives in Jesus Christ, and advances through the church's mission. It will appear in its fullness once Christ returns in glory. Psalm 102, verses 12 to 22. But you, O Lord, shall endure forever, and your remembrance throughout all generations. You shall arise and have mercy upon Zion, for it is time for you to have mercy upon her. Indeed, the time has come. For your servants love her very stones, and are moved to pity to see her in the dust. The nations shall fear your name, O Lord, and all the kings of the earth, your majesty. When the Lord shall build up Zion, and when his glory shall appear, when he turns to the prayer of the destitute, and despises not their plea, This shall be written for those that come after, and a people that shall yet be born shall praise the Lord, for he has looked down from his sanctuary. From the heavens the Lord has beheld the earth, that he might hear the groanings of those who are in captivity, and deliver those who are condemned to die, that they may declare the name of the Lord in Zion, and his praises in Jerusalem. When the peoples are gathered together, and the kingdoms also to serve the Lord, Daniel chapter 2, verses 31 to 45. You saw, O king, and behold, a great image. This image, mighty and of exceeding brightness, stood before you, and its appearance was frightening. The head of the image was of fine gold, its chest and arms of silver, its middle and thighs of bronze, its legs of iron, its feet partly of iron and partly of clay. As you looked, a stone was cut. It was cut out, but by no human hand. And it struck the image on its feet of iron and clay, and broke them in pieces. Then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver, and the gold all together were broken in pieces, and became like the chaff of the summer threshing floors, and the winds carried them away, so that not a trace of them could be found. But the stone that struck the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. This was the dream. Now we will tell the king its interpretation. 
You, O King, the King of kings, to whom the God of heaven has given the kingdom, the power and the might and the glory, and to whose hand he is given, wherever they dwell, the children of man, the beasts of the field and the birds of the heaven, making you rule over them all. You are the head of gold. Another kingdom inferior to you shall arise after you, and yet a third kingdom of bronze which shall rule over all the earth, and there shall be a fourth kingdom, strong as iron, because iron breaks to pieces and shatters all things, and like iron that crushes, it shall break and crush all these. And as you saw the feet and toes partly of potter's clay and partly of iron, it shall be a divided kingdom. But some of the firmness of iron shall be in it, just as you saw iron mixed with the soft clay. And as the toes of the feet were partly iron and partly clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly brittle. As you saw the iron mixed with soft clay, so they will mix with one another in marriage. But they will not hold together, just as iron does not mix with clay. And in the days of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that shall never be destroyed, nor shall the kingdom be left to another people. It shall break in pieces all these kingdoms and bring them to an end, and it shall stand forever, just as you saw that a stone was cut from a mountain by no human hand, and that it broke in pieces the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold. A great God has made known to the king what shall be after this. The dream is certain, and its interpretation sure. Matthew chapter 10, verses 5 to 8. These twelve Jesus sent out instructing them, Go nowhere among the Gentiles, and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and proclaim as you go, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. You receive without paying, give without pay. Mark chapter 4, verse 26 to 32. And he said, The kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. He sleeps and rises night and day, and the seed sprouts and grows. He knows not how. The earth produces by itself first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. But when the grain is ripe at once, he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. And he said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God, or what parable shall we use for it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which when sown on the ground is the smallest of all the seeds on the earth. Yet when it is sown, it grows up and becomes larger than all the garden plants and puts out large branches so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. Acts chapter 1, verses 1 to 11. In the first book, O Theopolis, I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day when he was taken up, after he had given commands through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. He presented himself alive to them after his suffering by many proofs, appearing to them during forty days and speaking about the kingdom of God. And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You heard from me, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, 
Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 19 to 28. If in Christ we have hope in this life only, we are of all people most to be pitied. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For as by a man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive, but each in his own order. Christ the firstfruits, then it is coming those who belong to Christ. Then comes the end, when he delivers the kingdom to God the Father, after destroying every rule and every authority and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. For God has put all things in subjection under his feet. But when it says, all things are put in subjection, it is plain that he is accepted who put all things in subjection under him. When all things are subjected to him, then the Son himself will also be subjected to him who put all things in subjection under him, that God may be all in all. Question 181. How does God's kingdom come? God's kingdom is announced to the people of Israel, arrives in Jesus Christ, and advances through the church's mission. It will appear in its fullness once Christ returns in glory. The first prayer for mission and evening prayer. O God and Father of all, whom the whole heavens adore, let the whole earth also worship you, all nations obey you, all tongues confess and bless you, and men, women, and children everywhere love you and serve you in peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen.